0: Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akre and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power.
1: way anyway, he never really talks much never cuz so status, state is for silly and short humble through opportunities given despite the fact that many he cuz he makes a living from banging racks put it together himself got a picture connect
2: yeah i think we all all of us want to do do well for for our brand for our logo for the SCC logo um and this is made no mistake this is a huge game for us i'm sure it is for BYU um but being on national TV and a night game at home, uh, you have a different vibe. I'm sure you've been to practice. I'm sure you feel feel the vibe that's different. And um, these are what guys come to Arkansas for. But um, yeah, we need to represent our brand and the SEC, and and certainly that's part of it and on our mind as well.
0: The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O' Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court, Big O' Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O' Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style.
3: You know, one of the question marks, there were several in the preseason, but one was linebackers. You're losing Bumper Pool and you're losing Drew Sanders. I tell you what, the linebackers have been really good after two games. You, you look at the two transfers that came in. They hit on those two guys. And I had a good feeling because they were playing uh, major college football. They had experience. They had played a lot of snaps, made a lot of tackles, and then you throw in Chris Poupol. And don't forget about our guy, Brad Spence.
4: We have two pick
3: sixes this year. Two both pick them sixes from linebackers. From linebackers. Mm. How about that? Here's Coach on the
2: linebackers. Yeah, I like them both. And and to be honest with you, you, could add Max Tooley in that too. I love Max Tooley. I I think he's uh, a hard playing son of a gun. Seems like a leader on his team, but uh, Bywater number two. He's he's uh, certainly played well. Their whole defense has in the first two games. But you know, having guys that's played a lot of ball there, and you know the the one the ten is from uh, a transfer from Utah State. They played a lot of football, uh, so. You know they're they're an older group of guys anyway, so they're you know mature and and uh, smart. They're always in the right gaps. Uh, but I, they you hit it. They're, those three guys are definitely, in my opinion, the leaders of their of the football team.
3: And my apologies, I misread your notes, Christian. That was Coach Pittman on the BYU linebackers, not the Razorback linebackers. Well, it so it say, sounds
4: it does say linebackers and BYU. So I assumed it would be our linebackers yeah. and then
3: BYU. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, apparently, both teams has some good linebackers that have transferred in with a lot of experience and played a lot of snaps and made a lot of tackles. So, uh, linebackers should be fun to well, watch. Actually, new
5: names. I just figured say, well, they got this big <laughs> Mormon guy. He's pretty good, you know. And like that other Mormon guy they had that was also good.
3: Uh, let's see, Coach uh, Pittman. Let's get him talking about the BYU offense because that is one of the uh, the question marks for both teams. How good is their offense after the
2: competition they've played? Each. Offensively, they, they, they uh, have changed a little bit. They're more of a stretch team, an outside zone team. They do run a counter extra where they have, they're have pulling two and has have a lead blocker that's one of their favorite plays. Uh, run a little bit of inside zone, uh, drop back passing with the quarterback they have. I, th- their strength to me is their two tackles and their wide receiver group on, on offense. Defensively, they got a brand-new uh, coordinator from Weaver State, and they are multiple and uh, fires, a fire zone team. In other words, they're bringing two to a side, dropping to end. the end.
4: The reason that took me so long to play was that was also weirdly labeled, and I relabeled it. So I was like, oh, I don't know
3: what you're talking about here. Well, you got it right. We got that one right. Let's uh, bring in Tom Murphy. He's on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Tom, welcome in. How are you doing?
6: Man, I'm doing great. It's a lovely day, and uh, I think the weather's going to hold up, make it a good weekend for us.
3: I think this is such an interesting matchup. Uh, I think both teams are pretty good, but uh, we don't know uh, because of the teams that they've played and what we've seen. Uh, What's your feel for the game?
6: Um, I have the exact same take that... Uh BYU's, you know, Arkansas fans are fretting about their run game, but BYU's has been even uh, more pedestrian. They passed it pretty well, but, you know, they didn't exactly blow out Sam Houston State in week one. Um, they did get a shutout. And, uh, you know, for Arkansas, there's still so many unanswered questions. It's, it's interesting that in the years under Sam Pittman, you've had a decent feel for how they would be, you know, two games in. For instance, in 2021, um, they blow out Texas in week two. and You're like, hey, this is going to be a solid team. Um, but because there's so many still maybe unknown, and I think they've held a few things back offensively.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: For instance, I was just thinking about this. We saw a lot of screens, bubbles for Isaiah Satania, and I'm not, not sure they've run one. That's probably going to be uh, either this week or next week, something they unleash that teams haven't seen really on tape. I, mean, I know there was one for Jaden Wilson. That he got outside, but uh, on the first touchdown of the year. But I just feel like there's things that they haven't shown quite yet. Uh, but maybe not so much in the run game because they've been trying different things. So solving what has ailed them in the running game to me is one of the biggest facets of this game Arkansas's got to work on.
3: Yeah, you know, I thought last week uh, the run game, especially in the first half, it was it was I hate to say vanilla, but it was just there wasn't. Um, the, the threat of the pass. It was pretty, you know, run on first down, then they ran on second down, and then threw on third. And there was just not a whole – they were there to work on something, it seemed like, to me in the first half. And it was to work on the running game. Second half, they were like, okay, we are going to open it up. We're going to run KJ. We're going to throw it a little bit more. Uh, and it seemed to – just the flow seemed different in the second half.
6: Yeah, it did. Uh, they had trouble converting the third downs in the first half. I mean, KJ was a little off. I mean, you think about the third-and-ten throw that went through Jaden Wilson's hands. It was just a little high. You know, I mean, yeah, he should have made a catch, but it was a little high. A couple of his other deep throws were just off the mark some. And um, when that's the case, they've got to make their ground in in some other way, and they were struggling to do that in the first half. Um, But to me, it's Sam Pittman talked about the fits, and he went into some detail on his radio show this week and then with us where the offensive lineman is blocking is he blocking the defenders inside shoulder outside shoulder where where do you match up your fits for the double team um and where your running back lanes are expected to be these are things that they really need to get sorted out i expect they'll keep getting better at them because we saw dan enos team in 2015 get off to a little bit of a slow start his first season as offensive coordinator And by the end of the year, they were a a phenomenal offense, one of the best offenses Arkansas has ever had. So I do think things will improve, but, you know, you can't get over the fact that you've got two brand-new starting offensive tackles, only one guy in the same spot, and then just a, a whole new system.
3: Tom, is there a chance they can move some guys around on that offensive line to become better? Uh, we, we, You know, all week we've had suggestions, you know, move Kudus in to, to right guard, put somebody at right tackle. Uh, is there any any kind of experimentation they could do?
6: Well, they did a lot of that in camp. I mean, you've seen and Harris at, at guard and tackle. And you've seen Crawford at guard and tackle. But if you look on the pro football focus, um, the two linemen with the lowest grade have been um, – Crawford, and then Andrew Chamley at left tackle. And even though Chamley's a local kid, he did really well in camp when um, Devin Manuel went down. Um, he's still just a registered freshman. And so um, I don't know if there's a whole lot more moving they could do. They just have guys who can be inside and outside, and we haven't seen them do it so far in the season. But um, they feel like Kudis is their guy at right tackle. Um, now, could you move him to left tackle? I don't know. We haven't seen that. So um, you got to trust what Cody Kennedy um, and Sam Pittman, who, who says, I've been an offensive line coach for 30 years. I know what I'm doing, uh, are going to kind of lead them toward uh, better days on, on the run game.
3: Tom Murphy with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Tom, defensively, I, I've been pleased. Uh, we had Clint on a couple minutes ago, and he's seen a couple plays, some plays where the DBs were getting beat or trailing, and you know maybe the quarterback didn't make the pass, and so he's concerned about the secondary once again when they play a team with you know a better quarterback and better receivers. What's your feel on the defense?
6: Yeah, if you start breaking it down on where do you have more questions, you know, what's the number of questions you have, offense, defense? There's a lot more on offense. Um, you know, last week the linebackers were losing their responsibility on the tight end, on dragging, and uh, I want to say Kent probably threw three completions to the tight end. They were pretty wide open. Um, I mean, the go ball for Trell Harris uh, versus Keon Stewart, that's just a man-to-man deal, you know, and yep. it, the dude ran a good route. And so you can't fault that other than, you know, just, you know, needing to be in better position, even though it was close. Uh, but otherwise, um, you know, one of my biggest critiques that you heard over and over in the summer and camp was the coverage of their safety. And they haven't been super tested um, on those guys having to cover. Um, Snacks Johnson in the, the nickel spot as well. So those still kind of remain to be seen. But I think, you know, they missed a few tackles last week mostly at linebacker, but otherwise they've tackled pretty well. Al Walcott, Hudson Clark, Jaden Johnson have been pretty solid at safety. And by the way, quick shout-out to Simeon Blair. Had a good game for Memphis last night. Hmm. Um, And and if he was back for Arkansas, you'd have yet another safety who'd be be contributing. But um, when you haven't heard Jaheim Singletary's name a lot, I know he gave up a big uh, pass in uh, week one, but you didn't hear his name a lot. That means he's doing his job covering. And um, so on the other side, if you could get Dwight McLaughlin back, then you got Keon Stewart as a guy who held up pretty well, who's your third cornerback. So, yeah, and I think the rotation up front on defense has been really solid. Uh, They got better production from Jeff Coat and some others last week. And I like that they rotate guys in. And that goal line stand to me was indicative of a team that there was a lot of pride at stake Mm -hmm.
3: there. How about Nudie? What do you see out of him at practice this week?
6: Yeah, he looked like he was pushing off okay on his foot, um, and I don't know what the average turf toe rehabilitation time is, but they'll probably give him another go this week. And if it's hurting him, you know, get him off the foot and get another week of um, uh, rehab and rest before they go down to LSU because you'll know he'll he'll want to be a hundred percent for that game.
3: How about Rocket? What What are you seeing out of him? Uh, I know. I guess he's on the sidelines working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
6: he he has been, and I mean, it's just um, you know, obviously it appears that it's not like a ligament tear or anything like that. Um, at first, I heard maybe a meniscus thing, and but I don't know. I mean, a little bit of swelling. So does he have a strained ligament? You know what's going on? But the way Sam Pittman talks is um, next week would be you know they think the absolute last, but they might not have him, and he also could be ready for next week. So you got to hope for the best. Rocket Rocket is a great kid. Um, just been a big plus for this program. And obviously your depth, the tailback is stronger when you have him, even though it's a strong position.
3: Yeah, and, and I guess I've seen it reported. He's at practice. He's there. And it's not like he, mm-hmm. he's, he's missing or he, he's just not going through practice. He's doing work with the trainers.
6: Yeah, that's correct. We've seen him on the sideline at all the practices last week and this week. He was not on the sideline at the game, and the, the, the word was, you know, why stand up on that knee for a whole game. Um, so I'm not sure exactly where Rocket was, but, you know, he, I don't think he's a kid you have to worry about, um, you know, bailing on the team or anything like that. Yeah, he he's knows. a good team player, and I expect him to be um, very, very close to being back in game shape for LSU, and if not, hopefully, a
3: What's the biggest key for you Saturday? What's Arkansas have to do? You know,
6: I think stay on the field better, and so a lot of components to that. Run the ball better, convert on third down. Um, You you think about some of the missed passes on third down, just the ball through Jaden Wilson's hands and things like that. So if you're a little bit stronger there, you stay on the field longer, Um, and um, I think that's the key to a victory for them is to be a more offensively efficient team.
3: Hmm. Tom, thank you. It was good uh, catching up with you. We'll talk to you next Friday. Have a good weekend
6: out here. Have a great weekend,
3: everyone. It's Tom Murphy, Arkansas Democratic Gazette, wholehogsports.com. I look up and we got a uh, full call board. Let's work through some of these calls, get some people in before we hit the break. Jake's up first. He's been hanging the longest. Jake, welcome into the zone.
7: Hey, good uh, morning, I guess, guys. Sure. Hey, I'm of the opinion that this week you're going to see significant significant strides in the Razorback program and uh, it, there there's several reasons for it, but uh, you know, I called Randy last night. My prediction for this game, and, and I'm not trying to be a homer here. I just I'm looking at it, and that's what I see. Uh, I I say Arkansas 44, BYU 27, and Cam Little's going to get a show off that leg three times. You know, mm. so that's five touchdowns and three field, uh, field goals. But I I, I say that because. At some point, they got to click. And, you know, if everybody's crowding the box, a play action will work just as well. You know, even if we're not running it, if we're crowding the box expecting to run, a play action will work just as well. And Dan Dan Enos runs play action plays very, very well. Mm -hmm. KJ's got the arm for it. We've got the talent for it. I I, I think we clicked this week, and... Uh, I think a lot of the doubters are going to come back next week and be like, yeah, you know, I know we, we have the talent. We just had not hadn't put it all together yet. I think we start to see that this week. So I'd like to hear you guys' comments on that. And uh, as always, love the show. Go on.
3: Thanks, Jake. For play action to work, you got to be able to run the ball, though. You know, if, if you're ineffective running the ball, the linebackers aren't uh, in safeties, aren't all of a sudden firing off towards the line of scrimmage because there's no threat. Mm-hmm. And so they're hanging out, and that play-action pass doesn't work as well. If you can run the ball a little bit, all of a sudden, yes, you're you're exactly right. And that's why you always hear, you got to establish the run. And that's one of the first things Clint said. You have to establish the run. He said if they don't run the ball tomorrow, they're in trouble. So let's go to uh, J.W. J.W., welcome into the zone. What's up?
8: And I'm glad you all are on this subject because I have a problem with your analogy. The NFL comes out slinging the ball on first down, on kickoff, right when they get the ball. I don't want to hear the excuse. You got to run the ball first to set up. Look, we didn't run the ball very good the first time we played Western Carolina, and we threw the ball. You, I don't understand this stuff. We've got it. Even Coach Kelly, I I, I believe he said no, that. No,
3: no, you're no, uh, you're exactly right.
8: I don't understand this this. Uh, what does it matter? The, the object is to move the ball towards the end of the goal. What does it matter how you get there? If you're successful throwing the ball, it will open up the running game.
5: I agree Look with at JJ
8: that. when he ran. Yeah. It's so my I do not understand. Mm-hmm. We have to get this in our mind. We have to run the ball first or we're unsuccessful. I don't buy that crap. Look at PA. They slung it. Look at the NFL. They sling it on first down. They they don't just stick to the run game. So this this idea of I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't. It, it's it's. And my second, I got another question. I, I let's see your map. So I got to get off here. I'm trying to sneak this in from my wife. It makes me do more chores. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, is it more of the running? What percentage? I heard Pittman say. What percentage of the running back? Didn't hit the holes versus the linemen are bad. I hear linemen, 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 linemen. Let's give some responsibility to these running backs running bopping out like Rashad Virginius, popping in the outside and not following his block. Let's give let's give equal problem in here. I'm, I'm not saying the line is is not the problem, but I'm saying there was there was seven times that I've watched on that on, on went back and replayed and and then after Pittman said that because I didn't see the running backs. Like, and they did seven times they missed the wrong hole. Now, isn't that the running back's fault, Coach? Yes. Why is this all put on the, the the offensive line and I'll hang up and listen. Thanks.
3: Let me start there because Monday Coach Pittman, we played it, and he did say that. He mm-hmm. said it's not all offensive line. He said there were a couple and he pointed out two different occasions, two of your seven that you saw, where they had it blocked and the running back kept bouncing it outside and he yeah. said, they've got to hit the hole, we had it blocked. Yeah. they just didn't hit the hit the right hole. Uh, and then he also called out the tight ends, and he called out the wide receivers, and he said it's not all on the offensive line. And, and, and the reasoning he had behind it was he feels like it's because it's, they're still learning. They're still learning this new offense, the new system from Enos, and they don't feel confident. And talking about the running backs, that the hole is going to be there. Mm. And, uh, he, he was saying it's just it's, it's time and it's repetitions. I think that is why they kept running it over and over and over and over trying to get those Try repetitions out. Sure. against uh, Kent State. And, and I, I agree with you. I, I was the one who asked Coach Kelly, is this a team that may need to throw the ball to set up the run vice instead of vice versa and he, he agreed with me, he said yes because you look what they did against Western Carolina they can throw the ball, KJ can throw the ball, They looks like they have some good wide receivers, this may be a team that needs to throw it a little bit more if you're
5: playing teams that are determined to stop the run and they're putting seven, eight, nine guys within 5 yards of the line of scrimmage, throw it over their heads, that will stretch them out, that will give you some mm-hmm. alleys to run in but if you're making them bunch it in they know you're not going to throw it, it's going to make it much more difficult to run it. And it works both ways.
4: If you, if you run the ball, it makes it easier to pass it. If you pass it, it makes it easier to yeah, run it. Exactly. And at some point this year... You're going to need to run the ball at mm-hmm. some point. You're going to have to goal have line
3: situations. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we we've always heard how hard it is to throw when you get inside the ten yard line. You've got to be able to power it in, and that was one of the issues they had last year. That in the goal line situations they weren't good, even mm-hmm. though you got a 245 pound quarterback. They struggled inside uh, the red zone. Yeah. Is
5: that Philly special? But you know, <laughs> this year they yeah, they've been much well better. For Michigan against TCU.
3: <laughs> you, you think of uh, Arkansas, how many field goals have they kicked? None. That's because they've been scoring touchdowns, and they mm-hmm. get in the red zone. They're, yeah. They've been perfect inside the red zone, so that is one of the positives. Keep when you get up. down there, they yeah. have been able to to run the ball. And, and Now, it's taken a couple plays, but they've always found a way to get into the end zone so far. Brad's in Searcy. Brad, welcome into the zone.
9: Hey, uh, uh, good talking so far. Uh, a lot of insight. What are the chances of him using these two, two teams that he just played as a working game, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. uh, to kind of figure out what what they're going to do and all that? Because uh, I mean, we played a couple of teams when I was in school, and Dad always uh, said, you know, they're not the best teams in the world, but they're going to get us ready.
3: Well, um, we know for a fact, week one against Western Carolina, they quit throwing it so that they could work on the run. Coach Pittman told us that in the yeah. press conference. He said we could have thrown it every single play uh, and had success because of the way they were playing us, mm-hmm. but we wanted to do some, get some of the running yeah, game in you there.
9: Want to, you want to work on certain things. you got that under control, do you want to work on something else.
3: I did not also, hear him say that after know, Kent State, but in my opinion... I think they were stubborn and kept running it, running it, running it because they felt like, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna win this game. We're it's okay. Gonna, it's gonna open up. Yes. Eventually. Yes. They were working uh, well, on some things.
9: That that brings me to my next question: What, the, you know, the difference in the back and and like I told my friend up here, we're loaded, and and that's awesome. But different backs have different styles, as y'all well know. But is it the fact that they're just not? seasons enough like Rocket to see that hole or wait long enough for the hole to develop.
3: I think it's more B, wait long enough for the hole to develop. Yeah, uh, Because A.J. I mean, Green's a good can, running back. We saw him in the Liberty Bowl rush right. for 100 oh, yeah. yards. They're
9: both, they're both excellent. And yeah. when he pancaked that defensive lineman uh, Johnson, oh, and Moe, yeah. <laughs> but the fact <laughs> is that uh, you know, they they just have to hesitate just a second. You know, they they hit the hole, all that good stuff, but, uh sometimes you gotta just wait there for a second, and you'll just watch that hole just open up like the Red Sea.
4: It's just growing pains That's of a all new I, got, brother.
3: Okay. I think you're right. Growing
4: pains of a new offensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw it in 2015 when Danny Enos you know, first came here, those first few games, the offense didn't look amazing, and then towards the end of the season, they were putting up you know
3: 50 points. Yeah, well, we don't have patience anymore. Yeah, we want it now.
4: Patience is gone in the world.
3: Yeah. Uh, and and I, I feel like I'm a very patient person. and I think that irritates people sometimes, like my wife. You were but
4: optimistic about Chad Morris heading into the final year.
3: I, I was. I thought he he was recruiting You're so well patient. that he was going to... Uh, the Talent would win out. Talent did not. Uh, let's go to... Let's take one more. DK is in the rock. DK. Oh, come on, DK. You can't do that to me. You weren't holding that long. It really wasn't. We do picks on the other side. We can do picks when we come back. We'll Pick them you, up, Big O Tires. They've always got great deals. Big O Tires right now, one hundred dollars off select set of tires. <coughs> Excuse me. If you're in the market for a new tire or a set of tires, I would highly encourage you to check out Big O Tires. Great selection of tires, all of the name brand tires, plus they have the Big O tire. And remember, they do more than just tires. If there's something wrong with your car, you need new brakes or alignment, they do a lot of other things besides just tires. Give Big O' Tires a chance. Two locations, Cabot and Conway. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. In Cabot, it's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. Big O' Tires, the team we
0: trust. She had a guitar and she taught him some chords. This guy.
4: Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays During the Zone presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club, an all-indoor pickleball facility coming soon to Little Rock Athletic Club online at LRAC.com.
0: This is SportsCenter.
4: Arkansas will host BYU tomorrow for their second-ever meeting between the two teams. The first, of course, was last year when Arkansas won 52-35. Kickoff is set for 6.30. Coverage will start on the buzz at 2.30 with the Hogwild pregame show brought to you by Mud Connections. Stay tuned afterwards for the first security fifth-quarter postgame show. Arkansas State will host Stony Brook. Kickoff for that game is set for 6. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. Arkansas Pine Bluff will host Miles College at 4. And UCA will face a tall task as they travel to Fargo, North Dakota, to take on the North Dakota State Bison. Kickoff is set for 2.30. Coverage can be heard on the point 94.1 starting at 1.30. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network.
3: Hey, Razorback fans, it's Queen Grovey. Check out the new location
0: of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with
3: Arkansas-made Martin Dingman shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell and Sword, 1011
1: Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram
3: fresh off their summer lineup of
1: convertible sports cars for september
3: saracen is giving away the king of luxury pickups toyota's new tundra capstone from trotter toyota the tundra capstone is the ultimate in luxurious trucks and it can be yours just for playing your favorite games at saracen casino resort only 40 minutes from little rock saracen is little rock's closest place to play and win
5: saracen casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas
3: style. Family problem? Call 800 522 4700
5: Adding the price of ribeyes per pound, the potatoes, salad, drinks, then the charcoal. What are you doing, Hope? And what's with the calculator? Oh, hey, Courtney. Trying to add up the cost of throwing a cookout. Why would you go through all of that when you could just go to the butcher shop instead? Wait, what? Now, that's a great idea because by the time I buy everything at the store, I could have just gone to the butcher shop instead and saved money. Not to mention all that messy cleaning you won't have to do now. So for your
0: next gathering, let the Butcher Shop Steakhouse do all the cooking on their huge charcoal grill
1: It's Justin Aker for Guadagni Chevrolet out in Jacksonville, and they want to be your car dealer of choice, as they have been for so many all the way back to 1957. Deals galore, selection absolutely, and you're going to have a great buying experience too, which is really what it's all about. You can buy a car from a lot of different places. Why not go to the place that's going to treat you the best? That's Guadagni Chevrolet. How about up to $9,000 off Silverado? Yes, crazy rebates happening, and I love the fact that you can delay your payments up to 120 days, so you don't even have to make a payment in 2023. Drive that car in September, October, November, December, Start making payments in 2024. That's the deal going right now at Guadney Chevrolet and incredible rates as well. They have it down at 1.9%. Also, if you're in the market for a used car, you can find the entire selection at their website, guadneychevrolet.com. But if you head out to the lot, you'll see some great options on site and they've got payments starting at $199 a month. And sales tax paid is also part of the deal on all used cars under $10,000. So whether you're looking for a new vehicle, maybe something a little bit larger like a truck or SUV or a smaller car or a pre-owned vehicle, Guadani Guadney's your spot. And right now, big savings, great financing, more for your trade, and always a great buying experience. You know where? Jacksonville, Arkansas, the Gregory Street exit. Look for the big, beautiful American flag and go see our friends at Guadney Chevrolet.
0: Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you're looking for sports and entertainment, then look no further. You're in the zone with Justin Akri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Back at it. acre free zone. Boss is gone, so
3: we're going to do what we want to do. He doesn't like making picks. We do. Yes, so we do. So guess what? We're going to make some picks. Pick them up. All right. We, uh, I have not picked these
4: ahead of time, so we'll all be doing it at the same time. First up, we're going to start in college, and it's a terrible, terrible college football weekend. Not many games that mm. look like the, uh, there's really... That much no. of a question, and most ranked teams should win.
3: That's why uh, game day is at Colorado, Colorado State, <laughs> because there's nothing there really. So there's not a lot of great games. Michigan mm-hmm. State could have been a good game, but it's just with everything that's going on there. I
5: say Washington kills it. I think they probably uh, do. I, 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 hope, think, I agree. Do.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, so in college, we're going to predict Arkansas versus BYU. What's your score? start with
3: Wes all right or... I uh, I've, I pretty much have danced around it all week and I'm gonna stay with it I think it's a lower scoring game I think it goes under the uh, over under total at the casinos I I like Arkansas I think they're gonna finally kick a field goal give me 24 14 all right I'm going Excellent. to stick with the original when the line came out it was Vegas had Arkansas by 10. I'm gonna stick with that spread of ten. I got Arkansas 31, Brigham
5: Young 27. Close one. Yes.
3: Yeah, I I had uh,
4: something similar to that. I'm gonna go 31-17, Arkansas. Uh, I also we all think that Cam Whittle's finally gonna get a field goal. Finally,
5: bless his heart.
4: And our other game, Tennessee and Florida. What's your score prediction for that one?
5: That's a tough one because I don't trust Joe Milton as far as I can throw him. Which he's is a big not guy, a, which is not as far as he can yeah. throw a football, which he is over those mountains. Football. Like he he's the Uncle Rico of college football. But Florida's awful. They are. So I think Tennessee wins 30 to 25.
3: All right. I think uh, Tennessee finally ends the drought there at the swamp. They're going to get it done. What's it been, like 30 years? It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go Tennessee 38. I, I like Milton more than you do. and Maybe you still ha- hold something against him from I his hold, Michigan I, days. I hold yeah.
5: tremendous things against him from his time at Michigan. He was a young kid then. He was, he, and he, he's, he seems he's, to have grown up. He's I think, grown up, I think that's fair. And he's improved. He's so in, uh, inaccurate, though. He just
3: he, he airmails receivers. Did you uh, say 31-28? Th- 38 38-21. That's a blowout. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't like Florida at all. So,
5: and so I, I may Na- be
3: giving them too many points, to be does, honest does with Napier you.
5: Does Napier get a third year? I don't know. Not if it keeps going like this. I don't know. He's turning into the Chad Morris of Florida.
3: You know... Um, the other day I gave him a jo- a, a jock strap mm-hmm. because Chad Morris was trending and I was like, "Why is Chad Morris trending?" <laughs> it was because everybody was comparing yeah. Napier to Chad Morris, I'm, exactly what you said. I'm telling it you, was man. comment after comment of Napier being the Chad Morris of the Florida Gators. That's going to be a hard thing to overcome for that man.
4: So, I'm going to go 45-17. Tennessee's going to blow him out. Wow. Yeah. And I also do like Joe Milton more than Pickens. Uh, his arm intrigues me. It's fun to watch a guy that can. Oh, throw he could throw—he
5: could throw a football through a brick wall. Um, He'd probably overthrow the brick wall, but there's that.
4: Uh, and now we're going to move on to the NFL. We got uh, seven games to pick here. We're going to start with an AFC East battle: Dolphins
3: versus Patriots. Ooh. That's a good game because the Dolphins show they had the the best offense at least in Week One, and mm-hmm. I do think they have a great offense. When you have those kind of weapons, speed all over the field, they are the they have to be the fastest team Waterly in the NFL. Heel,
4: you got Mostert back at back, yes. And I mean
3: it is all over the the field on offense. That's so difficult for a defense to defend all that speed. And look, the Chargers, I mean, mm-hmm. gave up four. What was it? Forty? Forty? something 40 plus against the Dolphins and the Chargers yeah. don't have a bad defense the Patriots have a really good defense and Belichick they, I mean this is a division game they know mm-hmm. each other well it, uh, I don't think they put up the 40 something points I, I don't know if, I think this is in the 20s for the Dolphins yeah, do uh, I'm going to go do- but I don't like Mac that much as a quarterback oh, I think Miami wins this game they're back home right this is home. This is at Miami.
5: I'll have to pull that up.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure because is. they were on the road last week. Surely the the NFL wouldn't stick them on the road two straight My weeks. My only
5: question with Miami is can Tua stay healthy? No, it's on the road. You're it's, kidding me. Wow. Yes. wow. This is Sunday
3: night football. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll stick with the initial. Let's go 27 to 17. 24-20. Dolphins
4: all right i'm gonna I'm just gonna go twenty eight to fourteen
3: we all like Miami
4: yep we all do like Miami uh too much offensive firepower I think they can just outscore
3: I do love how they're mm-hmm. looking at Hunter henry a lot for the yeah. patriots i picked him up I, I i meant to draft him in my fantasy league because coach kelly and, and when and justin even saw in practice he was leading the team in receptions in practice you know in the fall camp but they were really targeting him mm-hmm. and they went after him. and they, they they did in the first game and so anyway i meant to draft him i forgot he went undrafted and so i picked him up on the, the waiver wire
5: belichick always likes a good tight end up there they've yep. had a, they've had a few
4: you know why they're targeting him so much
3: because the, the receivers are bad? Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, they had a receiver that, that had two touchdowns. Was it Bourne?
4: Yeah, I think it was Bourne.
5: Yeah, The, the Born identity.
4: Yes. Good
5: movies, even though Justin hates
3: on
4: them. Um, Chiefs versus Jags is our next one. This is mm. at Jags. Mm.
3: Mm. This is a great Chiefs game. coming
5: off a very, rather disappointing
3: defeat. I'm assuming I he is. I think he would because he, he was wanted to play. questionable first yeah. week. It was a hyper-extended knee. He should be fine. I, I mean, they do it. have a
4: history of their uh, players getting over injuries miraculously fast. So
3: they don't want to start zero two.
5: This is a big game for them; it's huge. And having said and that, and they
3: got their uh, defensive lineman back,
2: yeah. settled
5: the contract. I like Jacksonville in this.
3: For no reason, they're at home. They I, are at home. I, I think they win. They got a lot of confidence. I saw a stat, and uh, it, this was happening last year, and it happened in the first week. Home field advantage isn't happening in the NFL. Really? Yes, it was like sixty percent of the road teams won last week. That's nuts. And it happened last year. Uh, I'm going with Kansas City. I don't think they can start two and a, oh, oh and two. Yeah. That um, Kelsey back, uh, Chris what? Chris Jones. Yeah. Chris Jones, yeah. the defensive lineman. lineman, settled his contract. Uh, they're they're back full force. The Holmes gets it done. Uh, yeah. They're a better team than Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Kansas City wins this game. I think it's a high-scoring game. Uh, I'll give uh, Kansas City uh, NFL teams are starting slow. Kansas City 31, Jacksonville 24.
5: Here's the reason I think Jacksonville wins. Ridley. I think he's he gonna, went good for his I week. think he, he looked great. Yep. I think he's going to have a big game against Kansas City. And
4: maybe he'll put money on this game and he has some extra <laughs> setup to play. Um, too soon. He yeah, learned I'm his go,
5: lesson. Yeah,
4: I'm going to go Chiefs here. I'm going to go 38 27 on
5: it. So I'm on uh, Jacksonville Island. You yes, are. you are. All right.
4: Ravens Bengals is the next one.
3: Another team that Man, how think is a Super Bowl contender look? and they can't afford uh, yeah, to go 0-2. Bad.
4: They looked bad first week last year, too, and you, they ended up being pretty good. So, who knows? This could just be a thing with Joe Burrow.
5: I'm taking the Ravens.
4: I think I'm going to take the Ravens, too. I think Bengals are going to start out 0-2. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Uh, I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Um, they traditionally start slow, but they traditionally play the Ravens well. I think they'll uh, get the win in this one. Uh, are we picking the score? Do you need a score? Nah, we'll just, just pick the team.
5: You know, I'm going to say something good about someone from Ohio State. Joe Burrow? Uh, no. Well, sort of. No, he's from LSU. Yeah. I like to tell them that. <laughs> I really feel badly for J.K. Dobbins. I oh. thought this kid. He keeps getting hurt. I thought this kid was the closest incarnation to Emmett Smith I've seen. Since the great one retired, he's low to the ground, he's blocky, he's tough, he's mm-hmm. shifty. I thought he reminds me so much of Emmett Smith. And when the kid's healthy, he's great. Yeah. But he's hurt all the time. And I'm, I'm just... Uh, I'm I'm starting to wonder if this guy's going to be the Bill Walton of the modern NFL.
3: He uh, led the league in yards per carry last year. That was Man. one of the reasons I drafted him. Man. And uh, he is done.
4: Yeah, all the fantasy people were saying, like, this is his year. Yeah. He's going to be a breakout. Wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he's hell when he's well, but he, he's sick a lot.
3: Well
5: said. Well said.
4: But uh, are we both going Ravens? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And Wes is on Bengals. Island. Lions-Seahawks is the next one. Your Lions taking on the Seattle Seahawks, who dropped one to the Rams week one. That was a little surprising. Where is
5: this game? Uh, Detroit. Is it? Yep. If it's in Detroit, then Detroit wins. If it's in in Seattle, then Seattle wins. I'm taking the home team, whoever the home team is. It's in Detroit. Okay. They'll win at home.
3: Yeah, I like Start Detroit. Oh. I, uh, man, I was so impressed with them Thursday night against Kansas City that they just, they show they I mean, you know, the character of the coach, right? They did. They That's what like, he's all about. They
5: look like Dan Campbell, yep. Wes.
3: That's exactly right. I think uh, defense has improved. Uh, and their offense, we know, is uh, is very good. Um, Seattle laid a an egg. You would think they would come back and play really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I never bought into Seattle last year. I, I'm I wasn't a big it Seattle fan. Like the Geno Smith thing was uh,
4: a flash in the fraudulent. pan. Yeah, it seems fraudulent to me.
5: I like their cornerbacks. They got two really good cornerbacks.
4: And unfortunately, they drafted Devon Weatherspoon yeah. fifth overall, and he barely he's like not healthy
5: like ever. Well, he's got to be healthy, yeah, yeah
3: uh, uh, yeah, to make that work. I'm all over the lions i'm yeah. I'm on the bandwagon, I think they're gonna win the north.
5: you, you said like two or three years ago that they are gonna make the playoffs, and you were just a little early, but you know you saw something in the coach i am
3: ahead of my time. <laughs> you're a man I'm ahead vision. of their time, oh shit, Thomas. West Tridonson. I was that way on Miami, too. Just yeah. a little ahead of
5: the,
4: the curve. When you start saying the team's going to be really good, wait two years. Just two watch. years
5: <laughs> later, that, that's what my father says about cars. He says, never buy a car the first year the model comes out. Wait two or three years, and they work all the, the kinks, <laughs> kinks and the out bugs out. It. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. I, I just
3: can't I can't hold it in long enough. <laughs> I'm like, I'm on this team. You can't contain your enthusiasm. I can't. I, so, I let it out too soon.
4: All right, we all got wines in that one. Jets and Cowboys is the next one.
3: And I have a feeling we're all going to go Cowboys. That's game. going to be a beating of biblical proportions. So I don't think it will be a beating. The Jets defense is too good to let that happen. Uh, the only way is if it. The, the, it's a scenario with like the Zach Giants Wilson game, turn it over. whether it's turnover, turnover, turnover. And the Cowboys have excellent field position, or they're scoring off of those turnovers.
5: Twenty-four to ten, and it's not even that close. They get a late touchdown. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I would take that right now as a Cowboys fan. Uh, I I think the Cowboys, uh, unlike Clint, this Cowboys defense is legit. Yeah, he
5: was he, he was kind of hedging his bets
3: on that. Yeah, well, thing. he was worried that maybe yeah, the Giants. Yeah. Are, they were
5: good last year.
3: They were good last they were, they year, and they've this year. improved yeah. Yeah. this year. They went yeah. out and got a starting cornerback. They they went out and like you drafted the Michigan defensive tackle U- to help U- the defense. Smith? Yes. yes. I, this Cowboys defense is legit. I think you can put it up there in the top five defenses in the NFL. They're, they're going to just... That offensive line for the Jets is bad.
5: Parsons is will really be in, Parsons bad. will be in the backfield the whole game.
3: The Cowboys had three guys in the Pro Football Focus top ten defensive linemen of creating pressure on the quarterback. the, wow. the rate of having pressure, three of those top ten were Cowboys. This could be a problem. Micah Parsons wasn't one of the top ten, which oh was crazy goodness. to think, and he had two sacks. Uh, I think they're going to just create havoc for Zach Wilson and the Jets. Their only hope is to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Um, and uh, and you got to remember, the Jets beat the Cowboys last year, and I think the uh, that the Cowboys will remember that. They'll get mm. after the Jets. I like the Cowboys. The
5: Cowboys are keeping receipts, like Dion.
4: Uh, next one is Broncos Commanders. This one's only on here because I'm a Commanders fan. This is at Denver. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go Broncos here.
5: Yeah. Home team.
4: I'm not sure how good the Broncos are. I'm also not necessarily sure how good the Commanders are, but I'm going to bet on
5: Broncos. Do you think it's possible that Denver slightly overpaid for Russell Wilson?
3: I think it's highly likely. <laughs> <laughs> if this game was being played in a couple of months, I would say no doubt in Denver, because uh, they would be feeling a little bit more confident about the offense and what they're trying to accomplish. Uh... The Denver's offense wasn't very good last week either. They do have a good defense. Washington has a very good defense. But, man, what Arizona was able to hang around like that. Yeah. Arizona's, to me, the worst team in the NFL. Agreed. I was shocked by that score that Sam Howell had to took, rally the team to get a win.
4: It took a while for our offense to get going.
3: I will say this. I watched a gr- great clip on Twitter. Uh, it was four or five plays that sam howell made
5: he
4: looked good
3: he did he Mm -hmm. had
4: some really big flashes and then he had some throws where he's like
5: what is it with north carolina churning out quarterbacks all of a sudden it is odd trubisky howell may well trubisky Jacoby Criswell. i'm just saying a lot of guys coming out of north carolina good at the
3: quarterback Criswell uh, will claim arkansas though
4: if he gets to the level
3: yeah you got to it'll probably be a close game but i'll go with denver
4: yeah i think it'll be close Uh, Chargers-Titans is our final one. Titans stink, but the Chargers,
5: who knows? Have the Titans really lost eight in a row back to last year? I didn't know that. I think they have. I believe it. It seems like I read that somewhere. Vrabel's probably going to be fired at the end of this year.
3: I hope not. I'm a Titans fan. Um, I like watching them play uh, with Hopkins now, Traylon Burks, great running back but Tannehill's so freaking bad. He is bad. He, surely he can't be that bad again against against I think the sure. Saints. I think he, he had he three can. picks and should have three be, more.
5: I think he can be that bad. I'm worried as a Michigan fan that Vrabel somehow ends up back at Ohio State. I don't want that because I think he's a really good coach, and he brings a toughness to his teams, and right now Ohio State does not have that toughness, and I'm enjoying that.
3: I'm going, yeah. to, get, I'm going to go against the grain and my better thinking – Titans win at home. Yeah, Got I'm you. going to choose Charges. I think they can just outscore the
5: Titans. I'm going with Wes. He's, he's, he's talked me into it. Somehow they overcome Tanny Hill and the Titans win.
3: He can't or be that bad two, in a, two weeks in a
5: row. He can't. He's pretty bad.
3: He's not good, but he can be that, a lot better. That playoff
5: game. He Uh-oh. single-handedly lost, lost the game, the game man.
4: I think at Ryan Tannehill's absolute peak, he was like 15th best quarterback in the league, and he's not that anymore.
3: We'll take a break. Wrap it up when we come back. You're in the zone.
1: The Ford President's Award is given to dealerships that offer outstanding customer service. Mark McClarty Ford has won it three years in a row. Every day, the team works overtime, so your customer experience is legendary. Right now, get the brand new Ford Edge for just $29,997. And take a whopping $8,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. Better prices, even better customer service. Visit Mark McLarty Ford today, off Highway 67 and at markmclartyford.com. The Boys and Girls Club of Central Arkansas invite you to the 2023 Leader of the Year Luncheon honoring Hunter Urechek featuring Master of Ceremonies, David Basil. With your generous support, Boys and Girls Club of Central Arkansas will create opportunities to help more kids and teens achieve great futures. The Leader of the Year Luncheon will be Wednesday, October 18th at the Clinton Presidential Center. For tickets and additional information, visit bgcofca.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack.
3: David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer.
0: Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. We want to talk to you. Give us a call at 661 1037 or hit the guys on Twitter at Justin 7 at Wes underscore more or at C. Weaver 1037 Now, let's get back into the zone.
3: Bye, a couple minutes before the top of the hour let me hit the uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line real quick Um, this one has another game for us or asking what do you think of Baker Mayfield at Tampa Bay he didn't look
4: fantastic week one I think his completion percentage was around 50 uh, you
3: know what? They went to Minnesota and won. That surprised that tr- me. That is true. That is
4: surprising. Me. I, it I
3: thought Tampa was going to be bad this year, and for them to go on the road and beat Minnesota. And Minnesota's not a bad... Minnesota should have won last night, and they turned it over four 20, times. 21 of 34, so it was bad. See, what a bad. Bad. bad...
5: What no. did we learn about Philadelphia? Philadelphia's been my favorite to be in the Super Bowl from the NFC, and they've looked pretty vulnerable
3: in two wins I think they have, yeah, yeah they have you're right I, I think Philadelphia has the same problem that many NFL teams are having right now because of one less preseason game they're protecting their starters they're not playing them in preseason the offense has come out sluggish to start the year and by week 4 five, six, seven, they'll be clicking and they're just getting, finding a way to win they've
5: been getting that lead and then giving the lead up it's been weird to watch yeah, that I'm not uh, riding off the Vikings yet hmm. but
4: their offensive line is bad yeah it, it's bad
5: and their your schedule, boy, they could start off 0 and 4, and if you start off 0 and 4, it's going to be difficult to claw your pretty way good back last in. Night. No, he yeah. played
3: very well. He almost had 400 yards passing. Mm-hmm. He had four touchdowns. He had a costly fumble, um, but he just Jefferson fumbled the ball uh, at the end zone. I line, hate that man. rule. I hate the rule. I do too. I, it makes no sense to me. Put it out at the one. He you know, could, he yeah. could have lost the ball at the one inch line, and yeah. they get the ball at the one inch line. Exactly. But because he fumbled it right over the goal line, it's the other team's ball.
0: That doesn't make sense to me.
3: That's brutal. It just cost you seven. I think that ball needs to be at the one-yard line. It's your ball. It's not a touchdown, but Mm -hmm. it's your ball still. Um, One more real quick. Wes, where is Will Muschamp? Will Muschamp's at Georgia. He's the Mm -hmm. defensive coordinator at Georgia. Mm -hmm. Forgot about that. Yep. Uh, T.P. in Little Rock says it's an acre free zone. Hip hip hooray! Since it's an acre free zone, can we skip entertainment news at twelve and continue to talk Razorbacks and sports?
4: We got Philip Martin coming in to talk about movies.
3: No, we can't skip it.
4: Well, I, you know, we we've got Philip can talk about get some Razorbacks. Give some love to our
5: sponsors. Philip knows a lot about. Philip knows about a lot.
4: But when Justin's things. gone, we do have a, a kind of a shortened entertainment.
3: Hey, sure. A little
4: bit. It's a good birthday day, though. I will say that.
3: Uh, Dakota says, guys, I'm on Kansas State to cover three and a half. Yes Ab- or absolutely, no? Absolutely. I think so. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I think we uh, agree. Oh, shoot. Philip, I'm sorry. I forgot to tell him to go to Rebsman. <laughs> Rebsman, turn around, Oh, turn gosh, around. I'm so Phillip, sorry. Philip. Hour three next.
1: I know the last three years, people have got accustomed to paying sticker price for a brand new vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram." If you're looking for a new Ram truck, we've got heavy-duty four-wheel drive trucks starting at forty-nine-five, or up to twelve thousand dollars off sticker price for a Cummins diesel, and we've got eleven thousand dollars off Ram fifteen hundred Bighorn four-wheel drive trucks. If you want the best.